It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. Happy Friday, happy hour on the Guy Benson Show. Thank you very much for being here. 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern every weekday. 5 to 6 is the happy hour brought to you by the Finnish Long Drink, which is fantastic. TheLongDrink.com is their website. You can see where they're sold near you. They've expanded a ton. You can also order online. TheLongDrink.com, 21 plus only. Always drink responsibly. Our website here, GuyBensonShow.com. Podcast, free of charge, every day on demand. That includes bonus Benson on the weekends, so be sure to check that out. With us now is Kat Timp for Fridays with Kat. She, of course, is a Fox News contributor, co-host of Gutfeld, every night at 11 on Fox News Channel, co-host of Tyrus and Timp, the podcast available along with ours at foxnewspodcasts.com. You can go to GuyBensonShow.com also for our podcast or wherever you get your podcast. You can type in our podcast or Tyrus and Timph. You've got all sorts of options. Kat from New York, hello. Hi. I'm very excited to have you here. I would like to start this edition of Fridays with Kat with a comment I saw that you made on social media that made me chuckle, which mm. is you get comments, particularly from dudes on the Internet, who are basically hitting on you, saying, oh, your husband's a lucky man. Right. And Which is such you... a weird way to say, I want to have sex with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is kind of the message that is being sent, yeah. perhaps in a more civilized and polite way, but that is kind of the gist of it. You had a response to that, sort of like, is he yeah. a lucky man? I said, uh, a lot of dudes on the internet uh, sure refer to my husband as a lucky man for him being the guy who has to drive 10 plus hours to my dad's place every Christmas so I can bring my geriatric feral cat who has too many health issues to fly, <laughs> which is true. This right. is, sure. That will the be happening this year and it is, will not be the first time. The less glamorous side. Yes, exactly. Of being married to cat where you're driving 10 hours, probably right. in inclement weather with yes. this uh, lovely jeans. But who's not nice. And to be clear... I don't drive. Like ever? I haven't driven in like nine years. I used to drive, but since I moved to New York, I never really have. So like, I'm not sure I remember how. So he really is driving me and the cat. Like the cat is the reason. Yeah. So he's he's basically a pet chauffeur and not like a little jaunt an hour somewhere. That's no. a very long. And time. like when we get there, we're in Detroit. <laughs> Congratulations on your final destination here. Well, Macomb, Michigan, technically now. But, yeah, like it's not like we're driving 10 hours to sunny Florida either. That's for Christmas or that's for Thanksgiving? For Christmas. Okay, Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, what do you do for Thanksgiving typically? Because I know you're you're not a huge Christmas person to begin with. We'll get to that later. But Thanksgiving, are you any more sentimental about that? Oh, I have zero sentiment about Thanksgiving. For the past few years, we've gone on a trip. Um, but what we're doing this year is because, uh, well, first of all, we went on our honeymoon. So like we, we went on a long trip and whatever. We're going to go to my in-laws house. We're going to go to his parents' house. Cause okay. I, I also like insist that we go to my dad's every Christmas. So I feel like I need to be 
better at marriage. (laughs) Sort of like, okay, we'll go to your parents' house for this major holiday. And I would bet they, I, I don't know them very well. I met them briefly at the wedding. I know Cam. I just get the sense that they might take Thanksgiving a little bit more seriously than you do and put yes. on a very nice spread and have it be very traditional. Am I right about that? Yes, they absolutely do. They oh, are I the most that. normal people, like emotionally, like well-adjusted. Like my in-laws are named Bob and Kathy. <laughs> like, those are the names of your in-laws. <laughs> yeah, it's a generic in-law names. Right. And do you get along with them well? Because I, I, we're friends, so I think I can say this, like, when it comes to like emotional stability, chillness, that's not really your bag, so to no, speak. No, but yeah, I do actually. We do actually get along. Uh, his mom actually watched Fox and like knew who I was before when before we started dating. It's the same thing with my in-laws. Yeah, they were like, "Wait, what?" So that gave me that gave me a huge plus, a huge mm-hmm. bonus, it's like a leg up. It's like, okay, they know you sort of like the public persona already, have they been pleased with the private persona? Right. Well, that's the thing is the public persona. I mean, it's, it's well, it depends what what is being, like what's said about me. Like, you know, I'm not actually like what Greg said. Like I don't inject drugs, et cetera. But I, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that they like that, you know, I'm someone that I can, you know, talk about certain things. I know what's going on. Um, and, and all that. I mean, yeah, and there's, and their son loves you. So that's kind of, yeah. And even thing. though he's obviously like the golden boy, right? He's the golden boy. Okay. Come on. Like Cam is like this D one athlete. He went to West point. He's a veteran. He's good looking. So he's the golden boy. So I, you know, I'm, I'm so lucky to have, uh, <laughs> to be good enough. <laughs> yeah. To, to then have him be called the lucky one by the Internet the cr- internet creeps. I'm like, you have no idea. Like, I am not for the week. I am not for the week. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was never going to work. Someone who's going to be weak and not really sure of themselves or no. not really sure. It just was not going to happen. You need so, a very yeah. specific personality type yes. for this to work. All these, you know, like beta type guys. Like, I will just steamroll over you. And you <laughs> won't even know what happened. <laughs> I want to ask you about another topic before we get to actually a surprise edition of Sincerely Cat because mm. producer Christine has a dilemma. But we talked about this on the home stretch earlier in the week. I don't know if you saw the story, but apparently Gen Z and younger millennials are basically trying to end the tradition of going out after work for drinks with your colleagues, saying they don't want to do that. They value their private life. They don't want to hang out more with people at work. They don't want to talk about work. They want to keep a big separation between work and life. And my take was I generally get that. I understand certain boundaries are healthy. But I also think if you don't open yourself up to the possibility of making good friends at work, you're missing out. Like, hello, we're having this conversation right right here. We met at work. And also you might be limiting your opportunity to actually advance in a career because – Older generations who will be in charge for quite a while understand the value of, like, getting to know individuals as people, not just in the office setting. I just wonder if you have a philosophy on this. Yeah, I think that you, you know, you should for several reasons. I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, the most fun, you know, to go to, like, a work drinks thing because you shouldn't be, like, you know, going there and getting blackout. But to, you know, hang out, get to know people. But then also, yeah, like, you don't have to hang out with, like, everybody at work doesn't have to be your friend, but you can make friends at work. Right. It's just such a weird thing to be like, 
you work with me, therefore we have nothing in common. Like, I can think of one thing you have in common already. (laughs) I don't understand. Eight hours a day at least in the same place for the same reason at least, you know, relatively speaking. Because you're – just to make it clear, and I gave this example the other day on the show – like you and I and Dagan and Emily and Kennedy were all in Europe together right. for Kennedy's birthday. Right. And we had the best time. Yes. And we would not know each other if not for Fox, if not for being colleagues. And like my life would be less fun, less rich in terms of like my my happiness. Right. If not for that, like a bunch of you guys are coming down from New York for the Christmas party. Like I, I love this stuff. And I, I would hate for people to close themselves off to that. Absolutely, and I never would have met your husband, Adam. <laughs> right, and you guys are, like, closer than, than I, we are I now. love Adam. I know. This is what happens. People <laughs> like him better. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Kat, <clears throat> I do want to ask you about Greg, because mm-hmm. you guys are close, Yeah, right? we're very close friends. <laughs> like, you hang out quite a lot. Yeah, we do. We, yeah, Greg is, Greg is a... Uh, you know, we're like, it's like family at this point. Literally, we are related now because my dog is his dog's uncle. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure that's how that works, but okay. No, it is. It's true. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, Greg and I are really close. And I think that that is something that helps the show. You know what I mean? Like if I would have just, if the only time I was ever spending with Greg was during that 45 minutes that we filmed the show, that'd probably be, like, a little weird. You know, the chemistry has to be deeper than that. Right. Especially given the types of jokes that fly back and forth. I'm just waiting for my invite sometime to the house up wherever it is, at the lake or upstate. Oh, yeah. Maybe one day. We have Maybe. a great time. And now yeah, Greg's, yeah. like, friends with some of my friends, like Keith, and it's just, it's a wonderful. And, ima- yeah. yeah, imagine if, like, Gen Z, like, oh, I don't want to hang out with anybody for my job. Like, okay, why? It's because they're probably going to raves and doing Molly all night. Oh, I think that's probably a very specific band of people, right? Like, yeah. a very small fraction of any generation who's, like, into the big circuit party scene. When we come back, we'll bring in producer Christine. It's time for Sincerely Cat, some life advice. If you have little kids, maybe not the best segment coming up ahead of the holidays. Wink, wink. We'll get to all of that when we come back. Kat Timph is our guest on The Guy Benson Show. Okay, it's time for Sincerely Cat, where some advice is needed by producer Christine from Cat. This is actually a callback to a topic that you and I talked about almost a year ago, Cat, and, and you sort of... Oh my gosh. Also, some... Christine just texted me. She said, my in-laws are Bob and Kathy. I told you, everyone's in-laws are Bob and Kathy. Okay, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so you have made your position very clear, not just on Christmas... But Santa and kids and that whole thing, and just spoiler alert, if you have small kids in the room or whatever, this conversation might be slightly sensitive, especially given the bluntness <laughs> of Cat Timp on all of it. All right, Christine, you're up. What happened, and what's your question for Cat? Oh, Cat. Okay. I was in the car driving my daughter home from gymnastics last night. And she looked at me and said, Mommy, I have to ask you something. And I said, go ahead. You can ask me anything. And she said, Julia from school told me that Santa is not real. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, oh, is that what she said? And she said, yeah. And I told her, of course she's wrong. Like, you know, my mommy and daddy told me that, you know, Santa's real. And, you know, because we give her presents from Santa and then from us. So then she looked at me and said, Mommy. 
I want you to pinky me right now that Santa is real. Did and you? I did. No! <laughs> I Why? I, I panicked. How old I is panicked. she? She's nine. She's not that young. She's not that young. No, Get she th- wants the truth. I, I'm like, coming over, and I'm going to tell her the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Cat. <laughs> yeah. I, like, you got, no, she, come on. I, so I can't, you got to buy her husband. something. You got to say, I'm sorry I, I messed up and try to buy her love. I, well, I don't what, think... what did Bobby say? So, because yeah. Christine's husband was informed of this exchange. He thought I was completely wrong. He's like, I cannot believe you did that. You lied to her, and she's going to remember that. And I said, well, what would she have done? He's like, you should have told the truth. But I, did, I could not be that person. I couldn't Well, it sounds it. like Julia already was that person, <laughs> and all you need to do. And this is why I will never get into the situation by telling all my kids there is no Santa. I will like tell the them. Get-go. Yeah, I'll say there, there is no Santa. And uh, like you want their first words to be, there is no Santa. Well, I'm always going to tell them the truth because I remember I was in the first grade when I, when somebody told me or kindergarten, somebody told me Santa wasn't real. And I asked my mom and she was like, no, she told me the tooth fairy wasn't real. And I just used my deductive reasoning skills. I was like, okay, no tooth fairy. And then I said, no Easter bunny. And she said, no, I said, no Santa. And then I said, no Jesus. Oh boy. <laughs> and this might be why I'm a heathen. Yeah. I, well, I think there's, there's <sighs> a, one of those things is not like the others. <laughs> in, I in mean, I, again, okay, like I'm five, but also maybe, you know, I think you got to, I'm sorry, you got to have a tough Friday. Did you not tell her yet? No. Oh my no. gosh. You have I to. Can't. But she's going to be like, Mommy, you lied to me. You well, you did. You know, <laughs> as a kid, you you know, just, Pinky promises everything. Like, that's everything to her. See, I have. My, my theory on this is. And as I mentioned last year when we had this conversation, not involving Megan, I figured out logistically Santa couldn't be real when I was five. And I cornered my mother and I was like, you told me and you taught me never to lie. So don't lie to me. And she just like panicked and she told me the truth. And I kept that from my brother for a long time because my parents were like, don't tell him. And it was fine. I was able to enjoy Christmas. I still love Christmas much more than Kat, who enjoys very few things of sentimental value. That's fine. I think in this case, the thing is, Megan is nine years old. Yeah. Is that what? Is that fourth grade? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so yes. she's in she's fourth gonna... grade. One of her friends said the thing. Deep down, by the time you are in fourth grade or nine, like, she's a smart kid. She's not a super naive kid. I think she has very strong suspicions. Yeah. And she was kind of giving you an opportunity, Christine, to level mm-hmm. with her and to tell her the truth, kind of knowing instinctively what the truth is and seeing what you would do. And I think she was probably partially reassured that you pinky swore, like, okay, I'm glad that Santa's real, but also like, Ugh, maybe that's not real. I think this was her giving you an opportunity at a an appropriate age to break the news. Yeah. But what do I do now? I mean, it's too close to Christmas, you guys. I you can't. can't. Like, no, you ha- You think you're thinking of uh, keeping this going till after yes. Christmas? Bro. Maybe on New Year's <laughs> Eve, I'll tell her. Bruh, like, like absolutely <laughs> not. This happened when? Last night. You owe her an apology. Tonight. Uh, Tonight. Fine. You say, I, think, I made yeah, a horrible mistake. 
you know, I'm sorry, but I want to now rectify it by proactively being honest with you. See, and I think there's a way to do it a little bit more softly. Like you can say, hey, Megan, I wanted to talk to you about something. Yesterday you asked me a really good question, and it was a fair question, and I didn't tell you the truth. And the reason I didn't is because Santa is so magical, and it's such a special story to so many people when kids are little, and I just didn't want to burst the bubble, and it means that you're getting older, and so I just sort of panicked and kept the magic going just a little bit longer. But because you asked me to pinky promise... And because I want my word and my truth to matter to you now and always when you're growing up, I want to tell you the truth. You asked me something, and I just have to tell you, here's the truth, and I'm sorry that I wasn't more open about it, but one day when you have young kids, maybe you'll understand. Or she'll go my route. (laughs) Or or she'll go a very different route. But you have to. You have to. You have to. How about... The How longer you face- wait, the worse it is. That's I think that's right. All right. What if we FaceTime Kat tonight and she just breaks the news? I, no. I'm not going to be tacked. A stranger? <laughs> it's like, here's a stranger from mommy's work who has some special news, Megan. No, it has to be, it has to be very heartfelt from you yeah. where you explain why you did the pinky swear and why it wasn't like a malicious lie, but she asked an honest question and she deserved the truth and you thought about it and you've been thinking about it and you wanted to just say it. And also, like, don't tell your friends. People learn about this at different times, so keep this to yourself, but this is what you and mom and dad now all know together for our family. Something like that. Well, then I guess the elf on the shelf is scrapped as well. She still believes in She thinks an elf comes every night. What? And watches her. Yeah. Does she, she, does she, though? Does she, though? Yes. She thinks the elf comes every night and watches. Or it comes in the I... morning and goes to the North Pole at night. I think sometimes kids, and I'm not being maybe too cynical here, and maybe I'm wrong about this. I think sometimes kids are happy to do a little bit of acting themselves to play along with something that they know is like a fun family thing and they kind of want to believe in, but deep down maybe they don't around like holiday mystique and the elves and the Santa and all of that. I think sometimes kids are willing to kind of go along with it. And maybe that's the case, or maybe she'll be devastated, Christine, and it'll be a very difficult weekend. But she asked, it was straight up yes or no, and I think maybe the the pinky swear needs to be unpinkied a little bit. Yeah. And then you have to cut off your pinky. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what that means? Mommy's going to now mutilate herself. Isn't that what that means? Pinky swear means if you're lying, you cut off your pinky? Or is that just something that I learned as a kid? I know. I I think we're going to. I didn't know that. (laughs) We're going no on the mutilation, yes on the telling of the truth. Cat Tim, Fridays with Cat on the Guy Benson Show. Catch Gutfeld tonight, 11 p.m. Eastern Fox News Channel. Cat, thank you. Oh, thank you. Talk again soon, and we'll be right back. That was this week's edition of the Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. 
Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.